Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cash back events, And it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Tonight, another Norfolk Southern train derailment just hours before the company's CEO sat in front of lawmakers apologizing to residents of East Palestine, Ohio, where last month one of their trains derailed, spilling toxic chemicals. Here are tonight's top headlines. Residents are still afraid to go home as the CEO says he's deeply sorry. I am determined to make this right. How can anyone confidently raise their babies here? Another severe winter storm with California in its sights, this time bringing threats of flooding and landslides on top of record snow. This is the most snow I've experienced in over 20 years of living here, for sure. A shooter opens fire at a church in Germany, killing and injuring multiple people. Authorities are searching for a motive. Russia has unleashed a new and deadly air assault to cross Ukraine. Little was spared and lives were lost as billions more were plunged into the cold. Top Republican Senator Mitch McConnell in the hospital tonight with a concussion after taking a fall. Still loose, Doherty to heave. Oh, oh my God! And pre-March Madness magic. Impossible. But Sharita Doherty has done it! Good evening and thank you for joining us. I'm James Brown in for Nora. Tonight, a look at smart glass, the new technology that could save you money on your energy bills and help the planet. Plus, honoring abolitionist Harriet Tubman with a new monument part of an effort to remember those who have previously been denied recognition. But first, yet another Norfolk Southern train has derailed, this time in Alabama with 37 cars coming off the tracks. There are no reports of injuries or hazardous material, and the NTSB is headed to the scene. The agency has also opened an investigation into the company's safety practices after five serious incidents since December of 2021, including the toxic train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. 
All this taking place as Norfolk Southern CEO Alan Shaw was in the hot seat on Capitol Hill facing questions about the East Palestine derailment and its impact on the community. CBS's Roxana Saberi will start us off tonight from Ohio. Good evening, Roxana. Good evening, JB. Since the train went off the tracks just behind me releasing toxic chemicals, this community has demanded that Norfolk Southern clean up the mess that they say is making many of them sick. Today, many residents watched the Senate hearing, hoping lawmakers would hold the company accountable. This was the scene in Calhoun County, Alabama this morning after another Norfolk Southern train derailed. There is no hazardous material leak. There is no risk at all to the public. The train was the fourth operated by Norfolk Southern to derail in the last five weeks. Your company will pay for the harm that it has caused. And is it happened just hours before senators from both parties grilled CEO Alan Shaw. I want to begin today by expressing how deeply sorry I am. Over the February 3rd toxic train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. People are aware that these chemicals cause lymphoma and leukemia and cancers. Residents of East Palestine are complaining about all sorts of, of, of health issues. What's right is to cover their health care needs. Will you do that? Everything is on the table, sir. The railroad should be held responsible. We first met Jamie Koza over a month ago when she and her daughter evacuated from East Palestine after the derailment. My major concern right now is just for everyone's health. After attending today's hearing in Washington, D.C., she's still concerned. I wanted concrete answers and not just this vague, I'm going to make it right. Answers to which questions? Why are my community members and my family getting sick? We want long-term medical care for um, our citizens, not just within the community, but the wider community too. And we want to make sure that, you know, Norfolk pays 100% of this. A spokesperson for another Senate committee told CBS News that CEO Alan Shaw will appear before another Senate panel on rail safety in about two weeks. JB. Roxana, thank you. Breaking news, the bodies of two of the Americans who were killed after being kidnapped in Mexico are now back in the U.S. As CBS News is learning, authorities in Mexico are still investigating what led up to the ordeal, including the exact purpose of the group's visit there. Here's CBS's Omar Villafranca. The bodies of Shahid Woodard and Zindel Brown are back on American soil today while Latavia McGee and Eric Williams are still recovering in a Brownsville, Texas hospital. Family members say they were traveling from South Carolina to Mexico for a cosmetic surgery for McGee. Tonight, we're learning new details about that trip in a police report filed by a fifth person who traveled with the group but stayed on the U.S. side. Cheryl Orange told Brownsville police she last saw her friends Friday morning leaving a Motel 6. She didn't travel to Mexico with the group because she didn't have the proper ID. When the group didn't return and didn't answer repeated calls, she went to police. The four were found in a wooden shed on Tuesday outside of Matamoros, Mexico, after they were attacked and kidnapped in the Mexican border town last week by suspected members of the Gulf Cartel. One suspect has already been arrested. Eric Williams' wife said he had another surgery on his leg and he is recovering at this hospital. The bodies of the other two victims are now at a Brownsville funeral hall. JB? Omar, thank you. 
There is breaking news tonight from Hamburg, Germany. Police are investigating a deadly shooting at a church reportedly used by Jehovah's Witnesses. Authorities say several people were killed and the gunman is believed to be among the dead. There's no word yet of any possible motive for the attack. Tonight, a state of emergency in 34 California counties as a storm system known as Pineapple Express moves offshore, bringing with it significant snow, heavy rain, and strong winds. CBS's Carter Evans reports that experts are warning of life-threatening flooding, mudslides, and avalanches. It's a desperate effort to dig out now. This snowblower is on top of a roof and these workers are trying to shovel several feet. And now it's a race against time to clear all the snow off the roofs before the next storm comes. Even just one foot of dense snow on the average roof is about 20,000 pounds. In the mountains of Southern California, emergency workers are finally able to conduct welfare checks. They found at least a dozen people dead and it's still unclear how many are storm related. Further north, even plowed roads are treacherous. Those clumps along the side are homes. In the fields, herds of cattle unable to graze prompted this emergency hay drop to keep them from starving. And this storm, this atmospheric river is beginning to hit now. The snow is already beginning to change over. Full force, it could bring five inches of rain to the community of Camino here. That is on top of all of this snow. And the concern is the rapid snow melt could flood communities down the mountain. JB. Carter Evans, thank you so much. And for more on the impact of the storm, let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike. JB, good evening to you. Carter showing us the problems we're dealing with in California, and the forecast does not bode well. In the Sierra Nevada mountains here in California, another six feet of snow is possible, not to mention really heavy rain in the Bay Area up in the foothills. As much as eight to 12 inches of rain is coming our way over the next four to five days. Here's really the issue. At the Nevada and California state line, since the Sierra Nevada mountains, heavy snow has fallen all winter long. And above this blue highlighted line that you see, that's where we have snow, but also the forecast shows heavy rain falling onto that snow, melting it rapidly, potentially leading to some life-threatening flash flooding. That's why it's such a concern. Not to mention also big winter weather across the Midwest, eventually into the Northeast with some spots here, JB, picking up another five to eight inches of snow. All right, thank you so much for the heads up. Back here in Washington, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell is recovering at a D.C. hospital from a concussion after taking a fall Wednesday night. CBS's Scott McFarland is on Capitol Hill with more. The 81-year-old Kentucky senator was at a private dinner at the Waldorf Astoria Hotel near the White House Wednesday when just after 9 p.m. he tripped and fell. Ambulance team responded for a fall at the Waldorf Astoria Hotel. Suffering a concussion, he was taken by ambulance to the George Washington University Hospital, where according to McConnell's office, he'll remain for a few days of observation and treatment. There were prayers on the U.S. Senate floor. Lord, bless Senator McConnell with a speedy recovery. And well wishes from President Biden. McConnell, the longest serving Republican Senate leader, is a childhood polio survivor who has fallen in the past, tripping at home in 2019 and fracturing his shoulder. And one of his Senate colleagues tells us McConnell is alert, awake, and talking. J.B.? 
And that is certainly good news. But, Scott, we're also hearing tonight about developments in one of the investigations into former President Donald Trump. What are we learning? Yeah, that's right. According to The New York Times, Manhattan prosecutors have signaled to Donald Trump's lawyers he could face indictment for an alleged hush money payment he made to adult film star Stormy Daniels in 2016 when he was first running for president. Prosecutors have reportedly also invited Trump to testify before a New York grand jury next week. JB, that is an indication an indictment could be imminent. Scott McFarland on Capitol Hill, thank you. Turning now to the war in Ukraine, Russia unleashed a wave of more than 80 missiles across the country today, including several of its powerful hypersonic missiles. At least 11 people were killed in the attacks and hundreds of thousands were left without heat or electricity. More now from CBS's MTS Tayeb inside Ukraine. In Ukraine's far western Lviv region, the grim task of collecting the dead. Most here had largely been spared from Russia's ruthless attacks until now. This is the first time I witnessed such a tragedy, Vassil says. Russia is a devil. The barrage of strikes targeted 10 regions and included the use of at least six of the Kremlin's hypersonic anti-defense Kinjal missiles. Homes in the town of Kostyantinivka were leveled once again. Every day there's shelling, Olga says. I go to bed and don't know if I'll wake up. In Kherson, even a bus stop wasn't spared. More dead scattered in the street. A grim reminder the most mundane of acts can be deadly. All Ukrainians are targets in Russia's merciless assaults. These mourners in Zaporizhia attend the funerals of Kamila and Ilya, a 23-year-old couple killed last week in an earlier missile attack. Their seven-month-old daughter, Emilia, was also killed. Two generations now wiped out. It was a bloody day across this country, but Ukrainians continue to persevere, knowing all too well more strikes will come. James. MTS, thank you. President Biden traveled to the battleground state of Pennsylvania this afternoon to unveil his nearly $7 trillion budget with a promise to protect and strengthen Social Security and Medicare while reducing the deficit. It's seen as the president's opening bid in negotiations with Republicans. So I want to make it clear, I'm ready to meet with the speaker anytime tomorrow if he has his budget. Lay it down. Tell me what you want to do. I'll show you what I want to do. See what we can agree on. The plan calls for increased spending for the military and social programs and will be largely paid for with higher taxes on corporations and on individuals making more than $400,000 a year. With energy costs up nearly 16% over last year due to inflation, businesses are looking at ways to save money. And they may have found that with smart technology. We've all heard of smartphones, TVs, and even cars. Now you can add smart glass. In tonight's Eye on America, CBS's Ben Tracy shows us it could also help save the planet. Inside this factory near Memphis, they're making an unlikely weapon in the fight against climate change, a smarter window. So if you call these smart windows, I assume you think most windows these days are pretty dumb. Well, like everything in life, right? You look back after you've experienced the modern thing and you go, well, that was pretty dumb. 
Rao Mulpuri is CEO of California-based View. Its windows are like transition sunglasses for buildings. Let me show you. Get ready. It would be that. Right? It's, <laughs> it's a little bright. It's, it's extremely deceiving. They track the sun throughout the day, automatically tinting to regulate light and heat, allowing buildings to use less electricity for heating and cooling. Buildings consume about 40% of all energy. Uh, they consume about 70% of all electricity. And if you want to solve for carbon and climate change, you have to solve for buildings. Operating buildings accounts for about 27% of annual planet warming carbon emissions. The Department of Energy says smart glass can help reduce a building's energy needs by about 20 percent. The recent Inflation Reduction Act includes tax credits to boost the technology, which currently costs about 50 percent more than regular windows. It looks and feels just like any other window until you plug it in. Smart windows have a microscopic coating connected to computer chips and can be controlled by an app. They're now installed in hotels, hospitals, office buildings, apartments, and a dozen U.S. airports, including this new terminal in San Francisco. You don't feel the heat beating on you, especially when you want to provide an environment that, uh, that has a lot of natural light. At Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport, tests found that View's smart windows kept nearby seats 20 degrees cooler than conventional glass. In the future, do you see this on every building and every home? Yeah, every window should be smart. Once you experience it, you can't think of life another way. A smarter future, even if it's not quite as bright. For Ion America, Ben Tracy, San Jose, California. The FDA has issued new rules for cancer screening mammograms. What women need to know, next. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. In tonight's Health Watch, there's important news about breast cancer screening. Under new FDA rules, providers will be required to notify women who undergo mammograms in the U.S. if they have dense breasts. About half of all women have dense breasts, which can make mammograms harder to read and is among the factors that can increase the risk of developing breast cancer. 
We have an important consumer alert tonight about a popular children's toy that could present a choking hazard. More than three million Calico Critters toys made by Epoch Everlasting Play are being recalled because the bottle and pacifier accessories could become a choking hazard. The toys are linked to the deaths of two children. Freedom came at last today for a man who was wrongfully convicted of murder. That story is next. A 35-year-old man who spent more than half his life in prison for a murder prosecutors now say he did not commit finally walked free today. A reinvestigation by the Brooklyn District Attorney's Conviction Review Unit found that Sheldon Thomas was wrongfully arrested and convicted after being set up by police. The investigation found that officers who had a grudge against Thomas, shown here on the right, knowingly showed a witness a different Sheldon Thomas on the left so they could arrest him. The city of Newark, New Jersey, celebrates Women's History Month by honoring famed abolitionist Harriet Tubman. We'll show you how next. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Finally tonight, Harriet Tubman, known as a conductor of the Underground Railroad, was honored with a new monument in a city square now bearing her name. CBS's Elaine Quijano was there. Abolitionist Harriet Tubman marched to her own drum, and that's how she was celebrated today. The soaring 25-foot monument was a two-year project inspired by this iconic image of Tubman. Her life story is part of an audio installation. She followed the North Star. Narrated by singer and actor Queen Latifah, who was born in Newark. What is it that you hope people take away from hearing about Harriet Tubman's story? I hope they take away renewed strength, inspiration, humanity, compassion. You know, what, what Harriet Tubman did was about freedom, was about compassion for those who did not have it. Tubman escaped slavery and risked her freedom to lead about 70 enslaved people by the Underground Railroad, a network of safe houses that led north, including this church in Newark with hidden tunnels. At the site, visitors will learn Tubman was also a spy in the Union Army and an advocate for women's rights and the elderly. Monument designer Nina Cook-John placed a mosaic of Tubman's face at eye level intentionally. You can look into her eyes and touch her face and connect to her humanity. It could be your mother, your aunt, your grandmother. And in so doing, be that much more inspired by her. Elaine Quijano, CBS News, Newark, New Jersey. 
a real American hero. And that's tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm James Brown. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at ParamountShop.com. These products are perfect for any fan of Evening News, and you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at ParamountShop.com.